0: Ladies and gentlemen, the Conservative Daily Podcast is back on the air. And now, your host, Max McGuire. Welcome back to hour two of the Conservative Daily Podcast. Hit that share button if you haven't already. Give us a thumbs up. Comment on DLive. Comment, comment, comment. You can share it from DLive. Continue to donate the lemons. We gladly accept them, and we we give them back as fast as we can. We're also live on Twitch and on conservative-daily.com. Before we bring Jake on, I want to show you this because this is is pretty stunning. We knew that the Biden administration didn't want to use the term illegal immigration anymore. That's not okay. Well, this is the new term. Go ahead, put up my screen, Mr. Producer. The new term I'll read it for you from Homeland Security's official Twitter account. We are firmly committed to welcoming people in the United States with humanity and respect, as well as providing a legal alternative to irregular migration. So they've been trying to throw out a couple different words. Illegal immigration gone, even though that's what the law says it should be called. They're now calling it irregular migration, irregular migration. And while we're on Twitter, real quick, go back to my screen. This is from Lauren Boebert calling out the Office of Personal Management, an official government account. Yeah, they're going with the pride. That's fine. But look at their description of their Twitter account. Recruiting, retaining, and honoring the workforce that's landing rovers on Mars, fighting climate change and cancer, and building this country back better. It's not often that you see official government agencies, official government offices adopt the campaign slogan of the current president. There is supposed to be this thing called the Hatch Act to prevent that from happening. You heard them over and over again claim that everyone in the Trump administration was violating the Hatch Act every time they sneezed. Here you have whoever's running this putting a Biden campaign slogan in an official government Twitter bio and nothing, nothing, nothing to see here. Nothing to see here at all. Well, there's lots to see here when it comes to the FBI infiltrating and trying to set up conservatives. And once again, we bring back Jake Frejo. To talk about this he he has some experience What's with up, getting Bens? railroaded getting attacked welcome to the show jake
1: i love getting railroaded
0: yeah that, know, that's not a know, euphemism I'm, right
1: no no uh <laughs> so, no, i'm not you know i'm not surprised when you know when we'd go out and and, and get drinks after after the event you know you have nine out of ten people were normal and then you know the conversation would would be pretty vanilla and then you'd have some guy that you know had recently started coming to the group be like yeah we should um you so, know we should attack this office or we should yeah. do this or we should do that it's like
0: mm, we should burn down the white house
1: sounds, sounds something like a federal agent would say but you know yeah so, I'm not yeah, surprised. Nice the history, try. The, the nice. history of the FBI. Nice try, ATF. Nice try, FBI. <laughs> <laughs> try next time. The history of the ATF going in and, and inst- or uh, not the ATF, Um, you know, just investigating well, agencies, All the whole yeah. alphabet uh, agencies going in and instigating and dividing goes back, you know, way beyond this time period. So, I'm not really surprised by any of it.
0: Yeah. So we, we have other news. I want to play a clip. I don't know if you've seen it yet. This has been making the rounds because it's it's exactly what you're talking about. It's a video from January 5th. So the day before the January 6th protest, where I think you had a couple of people like Baked Alaska was there. A couple of different so-called influencers were there. And this guy out of nowhere just starts encouraging them to break the law and the name that he's being referred to as it might be wrong it might be a fake name who knows and he might not be a government agent maybe he just is not reading the room this guy is being reported as being his name being ray epps that could be wrong who knows but i want to play this and get your take on it because it seems a lot like what you just described everyone's having a good time yeah. all of a sudden someone comes in and just said let's go breach the Capitol. let's play this clip cut number 17.
1: Yeah we and they are keep they're, your focus and they're violating the constitution it doesn't matter
0: it doesn't matter we're not you're right we're He's not but they, the cops
1: are What's that The co- cop is not a cop no they're
0: going to the, go the constitution. constitution that's
1: you're going to talk it
0: about not not anti uh, uh, they actually not pulled black they matter. just let him through the health it's about the constitution it's what your yeah. my life your undercover agent
1: type
0: job. shit <laughs> Asian. so you notice who was standing right next to him? That was John Sullivan, who is the Antifa guy who was from we have been reporting on him from the beginning. He was an Antifa plant. And Wasn't he's he right next to this by guy.
1: By media or yeah. something.
0: He took video and he was paid for the video and he broke the law. He, he instigated, he was one of the first people in the door. And uh he was dressed up like a Trump supporter. And yeah. he's right next to this guy that's now people are saying could have been one of the federal plants because he's trying to egg everyone on to go raid the Capitol and what he was apparently saying over and over again is we should go raid the Capitol tomorrow. And everyone's like, no, no, we're not going to do that. He's like, no, we should do it. We should do it. Let's do it tomorrow. And everyone's like, what are you talking about? We're not going to do this. And sure enough, he's right next to John Sullivan.
1: He was also on footage in the Capitol Hill. Uh, in the in the rotunda talking about you know he was talking to someone else i forget if that person was a journalist or something more or less on video saying you know i can't believe it worked we got this to happen so it's like there's yeah. there's the proof you want but or need and no one wants to do anything with it fortunately they seized a bunch of money that i think he had raised as a result of something from like a GoFundMe. yeah
0: so that was john sullivan he went in with that it was a photojournalist from cnn
1: yeah and that's you can what I see
0: the, the giddiness, the joy, like, oh, wow, I can't believe it worked. We, we got it. We got it. And then there's a moment in it. We don't have the clip pulled up, but there's a moment in it where she tells him, oh, I don't want to be on camera. And he's like, don't worry, I'll delete it. Well, he didn't delete it. She was no. on camera. All of that was on camera. And it just shows that there was a lot more going on here. It was not just organic. And the fact that this guy just happened to be right next to one of the other suspected, I'll use the term glowies. That's what, that's what a lot of the communities online are referring to the FBI agents as glowies trying to infiltrate groups and encourage you to break the law so they can then entrap you. Um, it's just a lot of coincidences to, to ignore.
1: Yeah, going, going back to, you know, your the first hour talking about how these guys have not been, you know, they, they have unindicted co-conspirators. To me, that's incredibly impossible. You know, we, we when I was arrested for more or less a, a bar fight, the FBI and the, th- this is, this is the, the scariness of, of big tech. <clears throat> they had no way to find me. So you know they had someone who looked like me uh, and they couldn't get anyone to say that it was me. and ultimately I ended up going about 90 days before I was indicted and I kept thinking, oh wow, there's a good chance I'm gonna I'm gonna skirt this. And then they called on Big Tech. they called on Google and they did something called a reverse dragnet warrant. Have, have you ever heard of this, Max? Yes. Okay, so what they do is there was a crime at point A, and then they drop a geofence around, you know, a perimeter of where the crime took place. And, you know, it's as simple as them going to Google and getting a warrant to pull, uh, you know, cell phones that were in the region or, you know, that are, you know, geolocating. And that was probable cause. That was enough. So, you know, something... uh, Ultimately, anyone in that perimeter is brought under the scope and so uh you know elderly woman walking her dog a block over from the fight she ended up on a list somewhere her information was to some degree rummaged through and at my my plea deal the ultimate you know hardball they gave me was they dropped a cd in front of my lawyer and said you Know pretty much like don't go and try to change or back out or do anything because you know, he- here's the proof. They said, Here are the GPS uh, coordinates, which to me is something you know, it's uh, I think it's a, a Fourth Amendment issue of, of what unreasonable search and seizure. Yeah, that just being in the area of a crime, your cell phone is probable cause. So it's uh, big tech strikes again, they're, well, they're all running. That's hand something in
0: hand. that we've seen happen at the Capitol building where they've arrested people simply because their phone pinged. Well, anyone who's ever used a phone for GPS knows that it's never perfect. Like, sometimes you can be in your house, and for whatever reason, the cell tower thinks your two houses over. Well, when you're talking about whether someone did or did not enter the Capitol building illegally, you can't just go by GPS data because that point is not exact. If if a point on the GPS shows them is in the Capitol building, it's entirely possible they were a block away. And anyone who's ever been to a big event on the National Mall, you know how the cell service just goes out, right? You if you've been to an inauguration, you've been yeah. to like a million man march or something, you cannot get reliable cell service. You cannot get reliable it's, GPS. It's it's tracking. not even
1: it's not even just for events. Uh, I was down there in June, June and July of last year, and they, they jam everything for, you know, national security reasons. So, you know, car, GPS, everything, it just reroutes you. You know, I, I, I didn't realize that until I'd put the Washington Monument in my GPS. And, you know, five tries later, we just kept getting dragged somewhere else. And we're like, well, we don't see the Washington Monument. So, but to me, it, it's it's inexcusable for them to say we can't find these guys because they found me. And they found me for yeah. one, and o- one reason only, and that was uh, cell phone proximity. So if they really wanted to, I think it adds credibility to the claim that some of these unindicted co-conspirators are actually operatives of the FBI.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, they have—they would have to be, and this is where it gets really interesting because, obviously, Tucker Carlson blew the lid off of this. It was being posted on Revolver News beforehand, but Tucker Carlson really blew the lid off of it. And as that started getting traction on Twitter, Twitter started posting their own things to, to uh, try and get ahead of the story. Let's go ahead and put up image number three. This is one of the ways that Twitter tried to clarify the viral trending topic of the FBI being involved in the Capitol protest. This is what they added to, to Twitter when you saw this trending topic. They said Trump supporters organized and attended the January 6th U.S. Capitol insurrection, according to New York Times, Recode, and NBC. So mm, the reporting is that sources. the FBI, yeah. The reporting is that the FBI was involved, that they planned it, that they instigated it, and that they participated in it. And when you went on to Twitter to click the trending topic, they didn't put that as the breaking news. They put the old news, which is that Trump supporters are the ones who organize it. And that was replaced by another clarification because then Tucker Carlson started trending, not the insurrection, Tucker Carlson. And this is what Twitter manually added. Let's put image number four up. This is This is Twitter making sure you understand just what was going on. Trending in the United States, Tucker Carlson twitter says federal law does not permit cooperating witnesses or informants to be charged with conspiracy despite a baseless suggestion by tucker carlson that (laughs) some (laughs) co-conspirators of the january 6th attack on the u.s capitol were not charged because they were undercover fbi agents so one twitter is in some way i guess confirming the allegation that these people were either informants or agents because you can't charge a a, an asset with co-conspiracy but they're also claiming that it's baseless which as we'll see in a second that's defamation because they don't they have no evidence to prove it's base, baseless. He's using a report from Revolver. What do you think about Twitter editing the uh, editing the trending topic description to try and change the news?
1: Uh, to me, I mean, the, I, <laughs> they should have been broken up on antitrust laws years ago. But you know, it, it 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 is it is content. It's not news. It's not you know. It's not media. It's not journalism it's a it's a propaganda platform that's it so i mean yeah (laughs) i'm not surprised you know i i I, everything i did at at project veritas you know they 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 just clean sweep everyone they pull everyone that is not in line with the propaganda and you know even even on the you know the analytics end of things watching stories get throttled and you know pulled backwards and, and 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 hidden you know, it I'm not surprised in any sense. Yeah. I'm surprised people so are even still on it.
0: Yeah. Well, lots of people are on it. So let's play, this is Tucker Carlson responding to the fact that Twitter is just trying to defame him and, and just change the news. Let's play Cut 13.
2: Good evening and welcome to Tucker Carlson Tonight. Last night, we opened this show with new information about what happened at the Capitol on January 6th. No day, it's fair to say, in recent American history, has received more media attention or been used for greater political effect by partisan actors. Because of January 6th, our Attorney General told us this week, we've gotta change our country forever. And yet, given all the talking, the endless talking about January 6th, it is remarkable what we still don't know about what actually took place that day. Until this Monday night, for example, when it was reported by Revolver News, We had no idea that at least 20 organizers and participants in the events at the Capitol have not been indicted, despite the nationwide dragnet for people who were there. This is interesting. The government knows exactly who these people are, but has refused to charge them with crimes. Why is that? Well, because it seems like they may have had some connection to the government. Some of the people who broke into the Capitol committed crimes while inside and encouraged others to do the same, appear to have been in contact with the FBI before the event. Let that sink in for a moment. The events of January 6th that you keep hearing about endlessly, events that Democrats in Congress describe as an act of war carried out by white supremacists, as dangerous and historically significant as Pearl Harbor and 9-11. Those events, apparently, were at least in part organized and carried out in secret by people connected to federal law enforcement. It's hard to think of a bigger potential scandal than this one. Now it's clear where the government won't release more than 14,000 hours of surveillance footage shot at the Capitol that day. People they know are on the tape. Well, last night, clips from our show began to circulate on social media. The tech monopolies, which helped get Joe Biden elected, continue to work closely with the administration to control the news and information that you are allowed to see. Because it's America, right? this piece of news the one on our show last night was a problem for them so they tried to make it go away twitter appended the following note to our clip last night quote federal law does not permit cooperating witnesses or informants to be charged with conspiracy despite a baseless suggestion by tucker carlson that some co-conspirators of the january 6th attack were not charged because they were undercover fbi agents end quote hmm Let's think about this. Now, leave aside for a second the most obvious question that arises from the statement, which is how would Twitter, which is a media company, not as far as we know, a law enforcement agency, be able to confirm our reporting last night was, quote, baseless? How would they know that? Does Twitter somehow have access to the FBI's personnel files? We don't know. We hope someone finds out. But consider the statement more broadly. Twitter is saying that people who are secretly working with the FBI cannot be charged for encouraging others to commit crimes. Well, yes, exactly. That's the very point we made on this show last night. That's why they haven't been charged because they were secretly working with the FBI. So in an effort to shut us down, Twitter just confirmed what we suggested was true. Thanks, Twitter. They are morons. It's pretty funny. Less funny, though, is the Justice Department's role in January 6th. I
0: cut Federal it. Federal law enforcement. So it's funny. It's funny, but it, it definitely lends to the, the argument that Twitter is not a platform. They are a publisher. If, if they have the ability to editorialize the trending topic like that and to try and discredit news that they don't like, they stop being a platform. They absolutely start being a publisher. I don't want to dive too far into that because that's a we've done many shows on that hours and hours and hours on the difference between a platform and a publisher. Um, but what do you think about, about Tucker's take on it?
1: Uh, you know, it's, it's, he's on point. I, I, um, you know, I always find it funny when, if you, if you, if you look on, uh, Twitter having banned, um, someone like project Veritas, it's always
0: interesting watching it still trend. Um, yeah, It's like donald trump he's not allowed to be on twitter but he's a trending topic every day and that's what power looks like you're not allowed to be on a platform but you're still a trending topic there was analysis done on facebook trump's not allowed to be on facebook but his children when they share his statements his his published statements from the office of of the president they get just as many shares and likes and 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 comments as they used to when it was him posting it so it, it it's it's almost like the streisand effect we don't want him. We want to ban him, and it, it's kind of boomeranged around, and it's the reverse. Ends up getting him more and more coverage. They don't understand that. They don't really care. Uh, <laughs> they don't really care if that's the effect. Well, gotta mention everyone. That... Go ahead. Go ahead. I,
1: I think it's funny to claim that you know you you, you can't in, indict these people because they're you know government assets. But if you and I incited a you know a stampede in a movie theater by screaming fire, or you know used our uh, used uh organizing effect of of people to say go destroy this attack that we'd you know we'd, we'd be arrested and charged with inciting a riot inciting violence and i guess as long as the government's doing it then it's fine
0: well what we're what is happening here is imagine you have a shooting where someone opens fire into a crowd and obviously that's that's illegal right But if right next to him is an FBI informant whispering in his his ear, shoot the guy, shoot the guy, fire the gun, fire the gun, fire the gun, do it, do it, do it. And that FBI agent now cannot be an accessory to murder because is an FBI informant, an FBI asset. That's, that's ludicrous. That's insane. And, and to see there are, there are unindicted co-conspirators, which the only reason they're unindicted is because they are FBI assets, Uh, period. Only reason they've done much worse crimes than people who have been already arrested. I mean, you look at what they're doing to the guy who put his feet up on Pelosi's desk. It looks like like nothing compared to what some of these guys are on in the record as as admitting to doing, but they're not being prosecuted. It it, it shows you just how far the FBI has come. I mean, we've known that they're anti-Trump. We've known they're anti-conservative for a long time. Just look at what they've done over the last five years. Spying on Trump's campaign, pushing the Russia hoax nonsense, right? Pushing the, the special counsel investigation. We now know that the special counsel actually spied on Don McGahn, the White House counsel's emails. They're spying on the White House legal counsel's emails to try and find a process crime, right? They didn't investigate the allegations of voter fraud, and now they let Hillary Clinton off the, off the hook, and now they're doing this, which, as you mentioned yesterday, seems to be a setup for... Should these audits uncover the fraud that we've long suspected as a pretext to crack down on that even faster, which is why it's very important that I mention that this podcast is brought to you by We the People Holsters. We the People Holsters are 100% made in the United States and they start at just 40 bucks. Think about that. A custom made American made holster starting at $40. We the People holsters are custom molded to fit your exact firearm for a quick, smooth draw. They have thousands of different options and configurations to choose from, plus a selection of custom printed holsters, including a line of real tree camouflage holsters. So if you hunt and you use real tree camouflage, this will fit right in and you won't even stick out. While you're there, make sure you check out the complete line of patriotic t-shirts, as well as their new EDC tactical gun belt, all of which manufactured 100% in the United States. And do not forget, if you're going to build a shopping cart, make sure you add some bacon jerky. Yeah, I said that bacon jerky. It is to die for. So make sure you show your support for our show and this great American company by going to www.wethepeopleholsters.com forward slash CD. And if you use promo code CD10, Charlie Delta 10, you'll get $10 off. I've made the mistake and said 10% a couple times. It's not. It's $10. So if you buy a holster for 40 bucks. bam, use our promo code $10 off. Where can you get an American-made custom-molded holster for $30? You, you can't. So, again, go to wethepeopleholsters.com forward slash CD and use promo code CD10, Charlie Delta one zero to get $10 off. I love my holster. It's a great I wouldn't print. be reading this ad. I wouldn't be reading this ad if I didn't like it, if it didn't fit, if it didn't have a smooth draw because – you can't promote holsters that are bad. It, when, when people's lives are on the line, you got to promote a good product. They sent me one, and I love it. So make sure you check them out. Support them. Support the show. So I want to show you how CNN responded to Tucker Carlson. I like doing the back and forth. CNN, Tucker, CNN, Tucker. Who do you think CNN brought on? Just think about all of the big names. Who do you think CNN brought on? to refute Tucker Carl Carlson's accusation that the FBI is biased in going after conservatives. Who do you think they brought on?
1: Uh, Michael Avenatti? No, No?
0: <laughs> Andrew McCabe. Nice. Andrew McCabe nice. was, was their guest, the man at, at the heart of the insurance policy, targeting Trump just in case he wins, because we can't have him win, because all those smelly Walmart people, we can smell them. He didn't say that. Struck and Page said that, but he was in the room conspiring. The man at the heart of the insurance policy B.S. Russia collusion hoax. They brought him on to try and refute the idea that the FBI is somehow targeting conservatives. We'll play a little bit of this. Let's play cut number 14. I gotta tell you, it's worked well. Uh, On the political right, they talk about Antifa and Black Lives Matter
2: and the radical left all the time. And you know who has benefited? Good play by this white trash, you know, these white nationalists and um, the bigots, because they get defended. I have staunch conservatives on a regular basis saying, hey, neo-Nazis, Antifa, what's the difference? These guys, these Nazis are getting really good cover in this new comparison model. You say that's no accident.
0: You don't think it is. I mean I, I mean I think we we saw that in Charlottesville, right? The, the response from the president to Charlottesville was there were there were fine people on both sides. You don't see that got, same got, sort I of language being imposed on. I can't let the lie go anymore. It's ironic coming
1: from a guy that threatened to throw someone down a flight of stairs and whose brother allegedly likes to fondle his staffers repeatedly.
0: Yeah. 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 Apparent allegedly. And he kills he kills our grandparents. Which mm-hmm. now it's confirmed they came out and confirmed that yeah they deliberately altered the numbers to not make him look as bad, and that's just and that's just Cuomo right. We didn't even get started on McCabe. McCabe's wife accepted all of that money from Terry McAuliffe, wh- who's a direct Clinton a- uh, advisor, right? When when a Clinton advisor gives your wife a bunch of money to run for office, that that they don't do that for nothing, right? They they do that and expect something in return, which is Andrew McCabe being a loyal. Democrat foot soldier. The FBI truly has become the brown shirts of the Democrat party. Yeah, I know. I hate the Nazi analogies, but they have become the brown shirts of the Democrat party. When the Democrat party needs something taken care of, the FBI is the one to do it, whether it be going after Roger Stone, raiding his house by boat, right, arresting the paraplegic guy behind We Build the Wall. I mean, think about all the crazy stuff that the people they've gone after over the past couple of years and how none of it's actually panned out, but they've ruined people's lives anyway, it's very obvious that the FBI is truly, truly infected. We've said this a lot that we've we've always said that, hey, it's McCabe, it's, it's, it's Comey, right? It's Strzok, it's Page. They're the bad ones. Rank and file FBI agents, they're the good ones. I don't even know if I believe that anymore because the fact that those cancers have been removed from the organization, from the Bureau, and they're still pulling this crap shows you that it's much more infected than we ever could have possibly imagined. What do you think about McCabe saying that conservatives and Antifa, because I'm not even going to call them white nationalists, because white nationalists, uh, by the numbers, I'm going to say they don't exist. They do exist. They're somewhere, right? But they are not a force to be reckoned with. They, they don't actually have any power. So when they say white nationalists, they're talking about conservatives. As someone who's been at the center of this, what do you think when you hear Andrew McCabe say that Antifa isn't real?
1: My left foot would say otherwise.
0: What happened to your left foot?
1: Uh, well, if you look at the video, you know, I it was, it, my left foot was what was used. Uh but no, I've 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 been <laughs> I, I've been mauled. I've been attacked. I've been I've, I've had my family members stalk. So, you know, to, to say they're not real is, is a disgrace. I mean, go to Portland, go to I've been in Portland, I've been in Minneapolis, been in D.C. There's these, you know, drug addled shells of humans that, you know, <clears throat> the biggest the biggest thing about what the media makes these people out to be as social justice warriors or just, you know, hippies protesting. They're really just mentally ill people that in any other circumstance should be admitted to a, a you know, an, an institute and, and, and helped medically, but to say they're not real, uh, you know, I guess those are imaginary fires that leveled Portland, Minneapolis, and DC over the, the past few months to a year or so.
0: Yeah. Oh, uh, definitely. It was a fiery, as, as that one reporter said, it was a fiery, but mostly peaceful protest. Right. It had nothing, it, it was mostly peaceful. Yeah, it kind of
1: reminds me of that meme with SpongeBob and Patrick where they're saying, yeah, we saved the city, and it's in flames yeah, behind yeah, them. Yeah, it's still
0: on fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, so I, I want to put up this. Put up my screen, Miss Producer. This is from the Gateway Pundit. They're reporting, saying, we now have the proof FBI and DHS attempted to recruit Green Beret to infiltrate Oath Keepers before January 6th riot, and he recorded it. We're going to see more and more of this stuff coming out. And, and we mentioned, I mentioned that guy Um, Epps, who is suspected now of being one of the Glowies, one of the FBI agents involved, when you start looking for him in the reporting, because remember, what happened on January 6th is one of the most heavily reported on events in modern American history. We were live. We were live streaming as it was happening, right? Every, Every media truck had cameras on it. It's been one of the most heavily reported events in our lifetime, without a doubt. Well, Ray Epps, gave some interviews and i'm sorry if if he's a if he's a nobody if, if he was just doing this on his own but he gave some interviews and uh let's go ahead and put up my screen this is from one interview he gave it says ray epps told the arizona republic in a brief telephone interview monday that he had traveled to the capitol for the event and that had he had been advised by an attorney not to speak about it i think the truth needs to get out he said He said he would be putting out a statement on Tuesday and added, I didn't do anything wrong. A video online appears to show him saying, we're here to defend the Constitution. We need to go into the Capitol. We need to go into the Capitol. Again, if you're ever in a group and all of a sudden someone you've never seen before shows up and starts encouraging you to do illegal things, they're probably an FBI plant. Here's another one. Let's go back to my screen mentioning Ray Epps, a person who resembles Epps is all, also appears in video of the of the first people charging past the line of barricades at the Capitol. An image of that man appears on an FBI news release of people being sought for information about the riot. He was being sought, but he's not being indicted, right? So that's how you know it's, it's kind of the shell game. They included his face, but he's not being indicted. That, that's how they, they have to show his face to not bust the, his cover, right? If he was not, if he was the only person missing from the the most wanted poster, people would start to realize that he was there. But now we know he's not being indicted. Go back to the screen. Um, Epps said he's a law abiding citizen. He declined to comment. Um, he's the owner of of a of a of farms in Queen Creek, a wedding venue. Um, it's gonna be really interesting to see if this guy is is a is an FBI asset or what. Lots of people online are pointing at him. Because again, he's one of those unindicted co-conspirators. And on video, he is the loudest guy shouting, we got to go into the Capitol. Everyone's saying, no, we're not going to do that. And then the video footage, there's video footage from the actual protests showing him among the first people to bust through the barricade. And again, right next to that John Sullivan Antifa infiltrator who we have covered at length. So it's possible he could have just been a, a guy in the wrong place at the wrong time. It's possible. But what I just read to you, does that ring true based on what you've experienced uh, uh with with suspected government officials trying to infiltrate groups and encourage people to break the law
1: yeah they they, they my experience was there would always just be someone very you know I, i'd say if the fbi wants to learn um maybe a little better social cues ah. or-
0: don't don't help don't them. give
1: advice to the FBI okay <laughs> don't, hold no, back.
0: no uh be never a little more original the when they're making a mistake
1: <laughs> be a little more original it's like you know kind of the joke of like undercover cops in New York City like you know there's a guy wearing a hoodie you know so it hides his gun and he's wearing like uh you know New Balance sneakers and dad jeans and he's like hey man do you know yeah. uh, do you know where I can uh, score some drugs marijuana yeah do you know where I can find some marijuana?" And it's like, uh, something's a little bit off. I think they should look, you know, there's some YouTube videos on body language and, and, you know, like speaking abilities and and cues as to how to be more original or or, or secretive. But from my experience, they were always, you know, blatantly, there's like a red light flashing that, you know, there's just something off about this person. There was no in between. It's just, let's, let's get straight to the, uh, overthrow.
0: Yeah. It's, uh... (laughs) I can't say enough, and and I I go back to it. We've experienced some weirdness in our comment section. It comes up every now and then, but a couple of days ago, there were people in our comment section just trying to shift the talk into weird, weirdly radical, anti-Semitic things. And every now and then, we we get people in the comment section, and no one's ever seen them before. No one knows what's going on. We're all very uncomfortable, and no one's supporting them. No one's saying, oh, yeah, you're right. And we agree with we agree with the, what you're what you're spewing, but it, it it's it seems it, and who knows maybe they're FBI maybe they're just trolls just trying to make people look bad. But there's an absolute effort to do this, both on the, on the part of the FBI, but also places like Media Matters, right? Right? These leftist organizations that we know have been paying people for a long time to go into comment sections and to be trolls, to pretend to be conservatives, to get subreddits taken down or different web pages taken down or Facebook pages taken down. They do this. So, yeah, it, right, it's just right. our comment section.
1: And, and you know, I, we've I've got to always be vigilant. I've been in probably more places in this country than most and been with, you know, a variety of different people, different groups and in, in, in all of my work related, you know, ventures. And you'd think that someone who is openly labeled as a white supremacist and someone who works for, you know, or worked for Project Veritas, which is labeled, you know, white supremacist organization, and all of these different like credentials that are on my resume, you'd think I'd be a hot target for like real white supremacists. Uh, neo-nazis come forward and be like hey man you know uh, uh, how about that white supremacy let me buy you a beer i've never had that i've never had that unfold and so how how about that white power (laughs) (laughs) right uh you know where do you get your klansmanhood dry cleaned stuff like that yeah yeah so yeah uh never had that come up in any of my conversations and you'd think that i'd be probably more likely to than most
0: yeah it's uh it's something where we all got to really, it, we've all got to really pay attention to it because they're there. And, and this isn't conspiracy stuff. If you had told me about this a year ago, I'd say this is, this is aluminum hat kind of conspiracy theory. The idea that, that the FBI has now been weaponized to try and entrap just conservatives into breaking the law so they can be branded enemies of the state. And you can usher in this, this, this state-sponsored crackdown on misinformation, disinformation, dissent, oh. I, I i say that's crazy that, that's that's stalinistic that's fascist but that, that never happened here but it's oh, been going on
1: it's on a side on. note shouldn't they investigate hunter biden for having that you know exchange where he was you know i guess shopping for a, a woman of the night or something and he's like no yeah. no yellow no yellow no yellow that sounds like well, a, a, a race motivated yeah that's you know, agenda, very but-
0: racist that seems very racist. Um, there's lots of things you can go after Hunter Biden for. You can go after Hunter Biden for ha- for letting his handgun be dropped into a school zone <laughs> and left there, right? You can go after Hunter Biden for lying on a 4473 form, claiming that he's not an addic- uh, addicted user of drugs when he, his own memoir says that he was, right? You can go after lots of things. You can go after him for this. Go ahead, go to my screen, Mr. Producer. Hunter Biden is apparently now an artist and he's selling his art for five up to as high as five hundred grand. It's gonna be purchased by by Chinese art collectors, mm. and they're gonna always make sure the sales are kept confidential to protect the privacy of the collector. So this fool, this drug addict, this abuser, right? He can put up art. He's not what what? And people can just say, Oh yeah, I'm gonna give you five hundred grand for this, and we're not gonna report the name. This is this is very obviously right like laundering. This is I, very I, obviously I, I, I pay to play
1: high-end art dealing is i don't know if this was discussed before but high the high-end art world is a great place for oligarchs and and warlords you know they all seem to be you know uh you know affectionate of, of fine art but uh, it's also a great way to wash large sums of illegitimate yes.
0: cash yes you can go to my screen this is from the independent this is how they're reporting our experts are floored by hunter biden's paintings one art expert said he was floored by Hunter Biden's work he's just he's a genius he's the new Picasso 500 grand. 500 grand. It's very obvious what they're doing here. they shut down the the dealings where it saved 10% for the big guy. We all know about that so they can't do that anymore. they can't funnel money into the Biden administration through these secret stock holdings. So what what are they doing they gave Hunter Biden a paintbrush some finger paints. God knows what he what he created and they're just gonna sell it for 500 grand. And I'll go right into the family, right into their coffers. You will never know who bought it because that's it's the, the privacy, the secrecy of the art world. Mm. But it's going to go right into the Biden family, just like the other money was going right into the Biden family through these shady dealings. I mean, these people, <laughs> these people, something has to give. Something has to give. Here's Artnet News, Art Industry News. Go to, go to my screen. Hunter Biden's artwork is actually good and will be worth a lot, according to the New York Post, which tried to destroy him in other stories. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's actually worth a lot. It's actually very good. He is actually the best artist in the world. Did you know that? <laughs>
1: what what kind so of somehow, medium does he use?
0: I don't know. I'm, try, I'm trying. to. I, I, I would imagine it might be some phallic symbol symbolism. Mm. Um, if I had to guess, we I'm should no trying co- to buy oh, one of wait. these pieces. Uh, hold on. I think I got it.
1: Are we going to put that in the I got studio it. And because would, if would, that's the case? Can I'm we get Joe it. to buy one of these pieces?
0: Now, now, if I had to... Don't put it up yet. If you had to guess what a drug addict, someone who has made his mark snorting cocaine and other drugs, if you had to guess what his medium was, what do you think it would be? What do you think it would... How do you think... What, what tool do you think he would use to create his art? Knowing his cocaine drug addict past uh mc baggies no put up the screen it's a MC it's a baggies. straw no straw
1: oh yes <laughs> it's like the thing at the carnival with the the spray pa- no. the, the you know the the spinning paint
0: max is this the right picture cuz the straw's not in his nose no 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 it's not his nose that that he uses the straw for the other purpose that, that that's for Wait, he's that's for the drugs he oh he's painting no no oh. he's painting this is Look at that. So they're saying that the art starts at 75 grand and it goes upwards of 500 grand. And that is an example. I've seen seals paint better paintings. I'd say that my son has painted better paintings, but my son is not a good painter. So Hunter Biden is still better at painting than my son. But just look at that. That's you take watercolor. It looks like watercolors and you're blowing from a straw. God knows what that straw was used for previously. That is not like the idea that he can just put those at auction, get paid. It goes right into the family and we never know who bought it. I mean, th- this is how these powerful people will always find loopholes, They always find ways. Like, oh, how, well, how are we going to have Hunter Biden pay for all the family stuff? Oh, let's give him a paintbrush. No, nope. give him a straw, multipurpose. I don't know, it's, just, it's just so obviously... A scam so obviously fake <laughs> the chairman of the M- mfa fine arts departments at new york school for visual arts said i think it's pretty strong the colors and compelling organic forms it's kind of organic abstraction that i find easy on the eyes and promotes your curiosity
1: <laughs> have you max have you ever God. met like new york new york art school type yes. Yeah, 99% of them, they all think they're, you know, Picasso and they they can't even scratch something out with a crayon. So, of course, you know, his his comment would work.
0: Here's another one. It's the circles. That is his art. it's actually very good. You don't understand. It's actually, that's actually very good.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's actually, I, I think that's a decent compared to everything else.
0: But is it six figures? Do you pay six figures for that? i wouldn't know <laughs> no but you do if you want six figures to be funneled into the biden the biden's right maybe maybe <laughs> we don't know we don't know who's buying this we don't know what they have an interest in obviously something otherwise they wouldn't be buying this so crap what is it the saying pay pay for play pay for play
1: paint for pay yeah it's pay for pay play. for play yep. yep yep
0: i like that i like that and then hunter biden wrote this book where he went on all the talk shows. The book sold like 20 copies. It was it was a complete bomb. But he got the advance, right? He got paid the cash advance. So even if he sells nothing, he's still paid for that nonsense book.
1: Maybe they can like hand the phone. stockpile out down at the border in the, the gift bags too.
0: Maybe, maybe. I just, th- this is the kind of stuff that really does infuriate me because anyone with half a brain obviously can see what's going on. They can obviously see that the previous avenues by which the Biden family laundered money and took payoffs from, from other people has been broken by the New York Post. Well, we can't do that. We can't, just have, we can't just have Hunter Biden flying around on Air Force One and when we land in a country, he does business deals. It won't work anymore. It's very obvious. I mean, anyone who paid attention, you can see what's going on. This is why it's, it's so obvious the FBI is not nonpartisan it is not unbiased anyone who looks at this knows this is a crime the the president's son shouldn't just be allowed to sell bs art for six figures to and world. have it be done anonymously yeah you yeah, don't know where it's going we don't it's uh it, it's incredible but i'll tell you what's a good deal what's a really good deal is air Med Care network air Medicare network is worth the $85 for one year that's what it costs to protect you, your wife, and your household, your entire household. For $85, you'll be protected should you ever need to be airlifted for a medical emergency. These these air, air med flights, do not they're not cheap. 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 grand, 50 grand. Your life's on the line. Yeah, you need to get to the hospital as fast as possible. Money's no object, right? But when you survive and when you get better, those bills come due. Those bills come due and they can bankrupt people. I don't just have fifty grand laying around to be airlifted to a hospital. Well, with Air Med Care Network, you don't have to worry about that. Again, eighty five dollars gets you one year of coverage, less if you're a senior citizen, and it works out to be less per year if you buy three or five years at a time. So you're going to want to make sure you go to www.airmedcarenetwork.com forward slash daily. And when you use promo code daily, you'll get up to fifty dollars back in the form of an e gift card. It's up to fifty dollars, depends on how many years you sign up for, but it's, it's free money. So not only is it cheap, affordable for Excellent coverage, but you get some money back. So again, go to www.airmadcarenetwork.com forward slash daily and use promo code daily to get up to $50 back. I don't know. I I don't have a whole lot of, I don't, I'm not very optimistic for the FBI doing the right thing here.
1: Well, you know. Put up uh, image
0: two. I want to get your take on this. This is image two. This was a, this was on published in the Hill. TheHill.com talking about a case where they write an FBI agent admitted to in an ongoing trial to falsely accusing a Chinese born Tennessee professor of being a Chinese spy using baseless information to get have him placed on the federal no fly list and spying on him and his son for two years. So I don't have any confidence in these people. I don't. What, so, what about Swalwell's how, how do uh, mistress? We fix this?
1: What, do, what about Swalwell's yeah. mistress? You know, she should, you know, <laughs> uh, you know, go, uh, f- fixing it who knows really uh you know it's really the fourth branch uh, I actually wanted to go back to you know you saying that look how far the FBI' has come they really haven't you know fallen off the tracks they've been derailed for you know for quite some time now have you ever heard of uh, uh was it was a cointel Pro counterintelligence program it was yeah, something yeah, formed yeah. in 1950. 1950s did you talk about that or no yeah
0: no, no, but yeah, it, it's it's counterintelligence. I mean, th- that's what the FISA court's all about. It, it's it's about counterintelligence going after people who are themselves intel assets well, of 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 an enemy. Yeah.
1: In, in in you know one of their primary targets was Martin Luther King because they had said that he was you know conspiring with the Communist Party. Yeah. One of his advisors was tied. You know, Jagger Hoover. So uh, the irony that you know the FBI was at the time infiltrating someone based on their ties to communism which now it seems as if they're the defensive branch of the actual communists and you know it's uh going back they they, from from a variety of different angles whether it's the minutemen or that they've just stoked the you know the fires of chaos and discord in this country so to go back to your comment saying you know look how far they've come now they're just fine-tuning it they've been doing it all along but they're just fine-tuning it and it really is the fourth branch for the swamp. It's the Praetorian guard. It's, you know, the, the shock troops of the swamp, the, the dynastic swamp that seeks to maintain power. And that's the issue. And so they just, I would say the only difference now, their morality has not changed, but the only difference from now is they're aided by technology, which makes it even worse.
0: Yeah. Well, I, I asked, what do we do about it? Matt Gates, Congressman Matt Gates from Florida, he does have a solution at least in the short term let's go ahead and put up image number five mr. producer this is a letter that Matt Gates has sent to um, FBI director Christopher Wray and he's asking for a number of things he's asking for Wray to tell to answer the following questions one in the year leading up to the events of, of on 1-6 and during 1-6 itself to what extent Were the three primary militia groups, the Oath Keepers, the Proud Boys, and the Three Percenters, infiltrated by agencies of the federal government, including the FBI, or informants of said agencies? Two, exactly how many federal undercover agents or confidential informants were present at the Capitol or in the Capitol during the, quote, siege, and what roles did they play? merely passive informants or active instigators. And three, of all the unindicted co-conspirators referenced in the charging documents of those indicted for crimes on 1-6, how many worked as confidential informant or as undercover operative for the federal government, FBI, Army, counterintelligence, et cetera? I expect an answer from your office by August 1st. And we are running a fax blast today because obviously Matt Gates is leading the charge on this. These people need to be... Now, listen, we, we don't out the individuals. If 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 someone in the FBI is put undercover, you don't just go out and, and, and out them, right? Lots of people, I imagine that there's people who are put undercover and and fo- following the old Nazi mantra, they're just following orders. So you can't just immediately out undercover agents. But something needs to happen to these people. Congress needs to be briefed under oath and, and openly, even if it's if it's classified but they have to be told who these people were and then they, these people who ordered these operations have to be purged from government right they cannot just be allowed to continue to, to continue deliberately infiltrating conservative groups and when you ask members of the biden administration about antifa as we just saw with with mccabe antifa does mccabe doesn't even believe antifa exists so it's not even a question of whether they are putting people in Antifa as much as they're putting people in conservative-leaning groups. They're not. They don't even acknowledge Antifa's existence. They say Antifa's an idea. It's not even an organization. You can't infiltrate an idea, they would probably say to you.
1: Right. Um, now, so they, guess, these people
0: have to be rooted out.
1: But that, that would make sense as to why, given multiple opportunities and, and, and you know uh, verifiable information to get the people that instigated that whole thing right before the midterms in New York, the whole fight I was involved in, that there was no follow-up. There was no indictment of the people. I, I went to them and said, here's the guy's name. This is him. Nothing. Crickets. So I'd even go on the micro level and say, how much of an involvement has it been? You know, it's not just January 6th. It's been the whole master plan to get to this point that we're at now.
0: Yeah. It's uh, it's it's pretty crazy. And when you see what's going on, I mean, we covered this story. I want I want to give me a second to put, to put it up on the screen. Remember the McCloskeys? The McCloskeys were the people from St. Louis who who brandished the guns against the mob that was actively threatening to burn down their homes. We've covered on this show how they have how the prosecutor fabricated evidence to make one of the guns appear to be functional when they actually weren't. And how they were throwing the book at them. Well go to my screen, Mr. Producer. They pled guilty today to misdemeanors. This just shows wow. you how 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 overbearing pro- the prosecution can be. I mean, when the government wants to go after you, they have unlimited resources to go after you. And they're and he's an attorney.
1: Right? So he's charge? an attorney.
0: It's a uh misdemeanor charges, let's see. Misdemeanor harassment. So they, they pled guilty to harassment and Mark pleaded guilty to fourth degree assault. Wow. So Patricia McCloskey w- was misdemeanor harassment and she was fined $2,000. Mark was fined 750 and he pled guilty to misdemeanor fourth degree That's assault. Amazing. They've also they've also agreed to forfeit both of the weapons that they were holding. So for the for the crime of defending themselves they now have to give up their guns. Out they're, they're they're rich. They they can buy more guns. He's he's well, Isn't he's well he also off. running, he's running for office? Probably. He's also running he's, for office, he's running
1: for office. So that 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 itself is probably more beneficial in, in, in terms of publicity of the, the, the absurdity of it, that they would, you know, they would hit him and, and charge him with something like that.
0: Well, it shows you just how overbearing they can be. When the government wants to go after you, they can bury you, even if even if you did nothing wrong. Now, Obviously, they did a little bit more. We've said on the show they didn't bri- violate any, any laws. Under Missouri law, you are allowed to brandish a firearm when your life is when you believe your life to be in danger which is what they've said the whole time, what they did. But they can still go after you and they can make your life a living hell to the point where you just plead guilty to something just to get it all over with. This is, again, sadly, one of those situations. Now, as you mentioned, he's running for office. He'll be fine. He, he, they're wealthy enough. He'll be able to buy more guns. Neither one of those crimes are um, make them forfeit their gun rights, their, their misdemeanors. Um, the only the only crime that makes you forfeit a gun right under federal law for misdemeanor would be like domestic violence. So they'll be fine. But the fact that after everything, as strong as their case were they, they was, they still had to plead guilty. Even with him being a lawyer, it just goes to show how biased and how, how heavy-handed government can be. Before we end the show, I wanted to play one clip that this happened today. And it's actually pretty shameful. Nancy Pelosi was asked about an upcoming Supreme Court case where the Supreme Court will hear the, on the merits whether states are allowed to ban abortions after 15 weeks pelosi was asked a very straightforward question is an unborn baby at 15 weeks considered a human being and well let's go ahead and miss i sent this to you over messenger this is the youtube video let's play it and you can see what pelosi's response is the supreme court this fall will review a mississippi law that bans most abortions after 15 weeks of pregnancy is an unborn baby at 15 weeks a human being let me just say that I'm a big supporter of Roe B. Wade. Wade. Uh, I am a mother of five children in six years. I think I have some standing on this issue as to respecting a woman's right to choose. Is it a human being? Yes. Yes ma'am. Um. <laughs> I'm not she, laughing at the, she at is the issue. She is a disgusting gargoyle. Yeah. And she, she pauses, she freezes, and then she goes back to her stump speech answer. That, the reporter asks again, is, is a 15-week-old um, baby a human being? Again, she just wants to keep going to other questions. I support a woman's right to choose. Well, if, if, if a 15-week-old baby is a human being, which it is no other species, it's not like there's a species change that happens in the womb. When, when a baby develops, that baby is a homo sapien. It remains human the entirety of its gestational period. It's a human. So they don't want to admit that a baby at 15 weeks is still technically a human being. So they just ignore the question. What do you think of that?
1: I'm speechless. I mean, these, you know, she, she's a horrid, wretched example that you know, it's, it's incredible that she's even in the position she's in. Uh, I, I'm speechless. These are sick, yeah. sick people. I have nothing to say to it. She. Every time I see her, I want to turn the TV off. She's a repulsive individual. Yeah.
0: Well, we a watch- Shame her
1: parents didn't, you know, take the pro-choice
0: or, uh, you know, pro. Uh- well, no, we don't want. We don't want to say that. We don't want anyone to get abortions. We don't want anyone to get abortions. Uh, even, even if we're talking about Nancy Pelosi. Well, she's an advocate parents. for
1: evil. I, uh, maybe that's my huh? bias to it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Still, we're we're against abortions in in pre- in all circumstances. On that note, I'm working on trying to get an interview next week uh, as we wrap up the show today, an interview na- next week uh, with my friend Deb. Deb runs, uh, she's currently the interim um, director of a pregnancy center in Las Vegas, one that I volunteer at, volunteer my time to help them run it. Um, we're going to try and get her on the podcast next week to tell some of the, the real horror stories and, and the real success stories that, that she's seen that the clinic's seen in the past They're right down the street from an abortion clinic. And so a lot of people go into their offices as a pro-life pregnancy center, thinking that they're at the abortion clinic, giving them an opportunity to to intervene and and help convince them to choose life. A lot of really, really powerful stories. So I'm working with her today to get that scheduled for next week. Uh, I'll let you guys know when that's gonna be scheduled. You're not gonna wanna miss this. The the amount of stories that she has, um, it will floor you, and it'll make you realize just how much good work is being done out there, even when it seems darkest, there's a lot of people doing really, really good work. So stay tuned for that. Until then, that's gonna be it for this edition of the podcast. If you like the podcast, make sure you sign up for the audio edition. I don't wanna sound like a broken record, but it's very important that you do this. Go to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Podbean, all those links are in the description. Subscribe to the podcast and then download it. Even if you watch us live, which we do go live 2 p.m. Eastern, Monday through Friday, do download the audio version because that's how we prove our numbers to the advertisers. And without those audio downloads, we don't get the advertisers. So if you haven't already, please do that. And if you have an Apple device, please do leave us a good five-star review as well. Make sure you check out We the People holsters. Link in the description. Fire holsters. Use our promo code. You'll get $10 off. Our other sponsor, AmeriCare Care Network. Make sure you check out them. And I'll, I'll mention it too. MyPillow. If you use promo code CD21, you'll get up to 66% off at MyPillow. So th- that one too. Um, and there we go. All ads, all ads, all day long. Well, that's going to be it for this edition of the podcast. My name is Max McGuire. And I'm Jake Frail. And remember, everyone, that the fight to take back our country isn't over yet, but the only way we win is if we all stand up and fight together.